Tonight is the fifth and final adventure of our The One Ring actual plays. Uh, this is the fifth adventure in the, uh, the starter set, the box set. Uh, if you haven't already checked out those other adventures, go please check them out. Uh, or if you're watching this on the, the playlist, uh, thank you so much. We appreciate everyone that's tuned in for every single one of them. It feels like just a few weeks ago that we started these and, and now it's they're coming to a conclusion. So thank you everyone that uh, has tuned in and watched. And uh, yeah. We really greatly appreciate it. This is the fifth adventure to sue the savage beast. Stick around. Hey everyone, welcome to Victory Condition Gaming. My name is Doug. Today on the show, we're playing to sue the savage beast, the fifth act, uh, fifth fifth adventure in the uh, the One Ring starter set, uh, published by Freely Publishing. If you are interested in picking up uh, the, this uh, starter set, the link is in the description of this video, as well as the link to the drive-through RPG site uh, where you can pick it up digitally, and it's also an affiliate link. So if you'd like to, uh, you know, support the show a little bit uh, that way, and you're planning on picking it up digitally, it does both at the same time. All right. Without further ado, let's bring our cast on and our amazing lore master for these actual plays. Uh, let me bring them on here. We've got Will, we've got Amanda, we've got Austin, we've got Em, and we've got Ben. Thank you, everyone. This is the fifth and final adventure. Thanks. Let's, uh, I'm just going to throw the show over to Will. There you go. Ah, uh, that's yours, in the my right friend. direction for once. <laughs> Thanks. Hey, everybody. So I'm excited hey if you did enjoy these five adventures they were all written by um a friend i think of doug's and mine and maybe some of the rest of us too james michael spawn who's a really great writer that does awesome stuff for uh the one ring and for other games too anyway just wanted to call that out Absolutely. um james does great work and we've had him on the show a few times yeah also let's let's give a shout out to hungry ewok look at look at that down hungry hungry Hungry. Ewok. We appreciate it. We appreciate that. Uh, appreciate the love. The inclusion of this epic starter set. Love them all. Thanks for all the fun. Thank you so much. Yeah. He's making us all hungry. Uh, if, if you uh, enjoy these sessions, uh, please hit the like button down below. And, and if you'd like to see more of us, especially this cast, uh, hopefully they'll they'll return after these sessions are over, and we'll do more actual plays. And, and uh, we'd love to to have you join us. All right, sorry, sorry to interrupt you all a little bit, but yes, Jim, James Bond is just amazing. Yeah, perfect. Thanks. Well, okay, so a few things. Uh, point of business, right? First off, we're coming into this. This is episode five, as Doug mentioned. So, if you'd like to watch the first four episodes, they are all available on the VCG channel on YouTube, so you can catch those there. Um, and I think they're also, they go to the podcast too, don't they, Doug? They do, yeah. We make yeah. those into audio podcasts as well. Oh, very cool. So you can listen to them uh, on the VCG podcast as well. Another thing that is uh, pretty cool, I think, is that because you can go back and listen to those, you don't have to start here today if you don't know. But I think you could start here today if you wanted to. And I'd like to start with just a real brief recap of what happened last time. So if you didn't see the last episode and you want to see it without spoilers, now's your chance. Yeah, plug your ears, right? Um, so uh, I'm going to throw it out to y'all. Would one of you like to give a quick recap of where we are? 
pointing <laughs> away from Doug. Uh, I, 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 I just well, know that I know that Austin gave a great recap I mean, before right. before we before well, we went went live, but I don't yeah. want to put him on the spot. Right. Our last session was involuntary postman. Uh, we were in a holding cell in Mickle Delving for our uh, adventure in crimes, um, and we were traded our freedom in exchange for delivering a mysterious piece of mail across the Shire uh, to Farmer Maggot. Um, when we when we arrived at Farmer Maggot's house, it turned out that Bilbo was himself was there waiting for us. Indeed. So everybody had a great uh, meal. Uh, there was a little bit of discussion, but not too much. And they set you up with a bed for the night. Uh, and We'll pick up there, I think, after maybe a brief introduction of our characters. Um, hopefully everybody's got an idea of who the characters are at this point, but um, we do some changing in between episodes. Seems like every time you see M, she's playing somebody different. So yeah. maybe let's uh, let's go through and do quick character introductions. Uh, I want to start today. I'm going to go counterclockwise. Let's start with uh, start with Doug. All right, uh, I'm Roy Mac uh, Brandy Buck. Um, I'm brother to Pramula, who's not in this cast anymore, um, and uh, I'm soon to inherit the title of Master of Buckland. For the moment, I'm a stout hobbit, suspicious of anything uncanny, and always ready to defend my sister. But uh, probably that won't come into play. But we'll see. She she was tired of hanging out with you all and left back to Buckland <laughs> last night. That's okay. fair. That's, yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Mm -hmm. All right. Uh, ben? So I am playing Drogo Baggins. I am a cousin of uh, Bilbo. And I also uh, have been recently uh, engaged to Permula. And so I'm sad to see her go. But I know that the, with the adventuring road ahead, it, it may be a little dangerous. And I will, I will rest better on the road knowing that she is there. I'm... Uh, definitely one of the older of this group, uh, apart from Bilbo uh, himself. But uh, but that doesn't mean we can't, you know, you know, get into a little trouble every now and again. I mean, that's what a that's what a uh, uh, someone who's trying to marry into the the Brandybuck family would would do, right? Yep. Perfect. All right. Um... You all know Bilbo. Bilbo is a friend of bears and a guest of eagles. Bilbo is the ring winner and luck wearer and even a barrel rider. This is the same Bilbo that you all know, who is uh, the greatest hobbit adventurer of all time. And uh, yeah, he's here to stir up a little bit of adventure on the rest of these boring little hobbits. Not boring, comfortable. That's a better uh. word for it. Very PC. Good job. Mm -hmm. Okay. <laughs> All right. Let's go to Austin. Hey, I'm playing Paladin Took. I'm the younger brother to Esmeralda Took. Um, eventually, I'll have a farm of my own, but uh, being the young hobbit that I am, uh, I don't really need to get weighed down by responsibility yet, so why not have a little fun and See the Shire. Yeah. Who could ask for anything more? All right. And Amanda. 
I am playing Esmeralda Took. I'm another one of the younger hobbits of the group, still in my tweens. And uh, I'm just trying to get a little bit of uh, uh, adventure. Sooth that uh, took a sh drive to go in and get into a little bit of trouble. Not not too far from home, though. Just a, li a little trouble around the Shire. Um, and, wow. and for anyone who is interested, uh, Esmeralda Took in the greater uh, Lord of the Rings lore will eventually be Mariotic Brandybuck's mother. But that's a ways off from where we are right now. Yeah. Okay, cool. So uh, we have two Tooks, a Brandybuck, and two Baggins. Interesting. I think, you know, in the chat, if we have... Nothing bad will happen. Nothing bad will happen, Yeah. <laughs> I think in the in the chat for this session, like if anybody can work in where it makes sense, fool of a took, then we'll really <laughs> look for that in the chat. So anyway, all right, well, uh, let's go ahead and get started. So as mentioned, uh, you all had spent the night uh, at Bamferlong, which is the farm of Farmer Maggot uh, out here in the East Farthing. And you awake to the scent of eggs and mushrooms cooking and something mm. baked. What could that be? Hmm. As you count, as you wander down the stairs, you see a plate piled high with fresh scones uh, and oh. the eggs and mushrooms. Yeah. <laughs> Drogo, Drogo, would you mind passing one of those? Oh, sure. Yes. Here you go. Here you go. Ah, oh, thank you so much. <laughs> Oh, 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 me too, please. Oh, oh, oh. Hold on, hold on. Uh, oh, thank you. Don't be stingy, Drogo. Pass Sorry. one over. Uh, oh, thank you. <laughs> um, what, what, what? Oh. Oh, thank you. Uh -huh. mm. Excellent. Mm. Oh, go. Uh, Farmer Maggot is a good cook and baker, it would appear. Mm. Oh, oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Seems pretty good. Uh, a good piece of news for each of you. Uh, you should restore your characters to full endurance. Hooray! Hmm. Right. had a few days of rest at this point. And also, I'm trying to remember where we ended up on your hope uh, for everyone. did I think we refreshed some hope like a little while ago during last session, if I'm not mistaken. We did meet a, an elf. Yeah, yeah. I remember that. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, everybody in chat now is getting hungry because of all the delicious scones. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta admit, I feel the same, but I need to, I feel the need to talk, so, you know. I'm sorry I didn't bring you any, Will. Ah, it's okay. <laughs> Um, all right, so the meal goes well. Um, any attempts that you make to uh, discuss business uh, before the meal is done, the dishes are cleared, and everything is cleaned up is dismissed out of hand by Farmer Maggot and also by Bilbo. As, as is appropriate. Yeah. Uh, but once it's all done, uh, Farmer Maggot... Uh, gestures you all out uh, onto the onto the front porch and sitting upon a long bench under the eaves of Bamferlong, he takes a long draw from his pipe that he's just lit and he gazes out at a small ruined building on the far side of his wide farmlands. 
chickens, he says suddenly as he blows out a long line of blue-gray smoke. It is because of my chickens that I sent my letter, Master Baggins. Any hint of jest fades away as he leans into you and your friends. And to be honest, I am glad you have not come alone. When I saw that thing that night, blood in its teeth and fire in its eyes, I knew that it had something to do with, with Ken beyond myself or any other folk in the East Farthing. It was a beast, I tell you, and not some hungry wolf that came up from Dunland starving. This was a black thing, and its fur had been burnt by kindling with nothing natural about it, and it set chills down my spine. No easy task, mind you. But when I heard it growl at me, we locked eyes, and I saw naught but lust for death in its gaze. It meant to kill me, and, and more than just my chickens and their coop, I grabbed my lantern in one hand, you see, and my chopping axe. And if it was going to take me, it wasn't going to take me down without a fight. Before I knew what happened, it was on me, crossing the field in a bound and pinning me to the soil, snarling and slavering. Maggot's eyes glaze over with the memory as you see him tremble at the recollection. In a fit, I swung my lantern up and it shattered pouring oil upon its muzzle, and it yelped and screamed as the fire blazed, and it fled into the dark. The last thing I saw before it disappeared toward the brandy wine were those horrible, fiery eyes. He sets his pipe on the bench beside him and says, It's still out there. I swear I've seen it beyond the edges of Bamferlong on more than one night since then, those eyes burning into me in the dark. And if the stirrings from Buckland are any hint, it's causing no end of trouble there, too. Master Bilbo, sir, I was hoping that you and your friends here might help me and Buckland to folk to put a stop to that foul thing's hunting before it gets a taste for something more than chickens. <laughs> of, of course! Of course! Of, we will take care of this immediately. Fiery eyes, you say. How did the ground feel beneath you? Was it cold? He's furiously scribbling down this tale. It, it felt like ground, as far as I could tell. Uh, I'm going to say the cold, wet earth beneath you. Like that of a grave! <laughs> All right. Is that relevant to, to the beast? It is relevant to the narrative, Esmeralda. Oh, okay. Of course. I, I see. Um... Yes. Well, it sound, sounds like you you injured this, so it, it should be it should be uh, scared of us, right? We should be able to, to frighten it away with no problem. Little little more fire, and perhaps a little little shouting, and this this whole affair will be over. Perhaps so, young master, but I don't really know. I couldn't say. It's I not come to me again. I don't think he wants us to scare it away. Kind sir, are you sure it wasn't, uh, and I glance over at Rory, are you sure it wasn't a rogue brandy buck? I mean, their irritability when they're hungry is legendary. <laughs> Un Farmer Maggot glances at Rory. <laughs> I think I would know uh, a brandy buck. Ere I seen one. They've been around these parts before. 
And I'll 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 stifle a laugh and just kind of nudge Esmeralda. <laughs> Don't mind the tooks, Rory. I'm sure that it was not a brandybuck. Now this sounds as if it is a true adventure. I'm quite interested to find out exactly what this is. Now, hobbits, you have the weapons that I gave you at the start of our adventures. Yes, yes. yes. I, I still have the bow and, sure. and, and my knife. Um, yeah. And my sword. What are you doing? Oh, oh. I just, I just get excited. Sorry. Uh, but, you know, it's good to take inventory. I also have my sword, Sting. There's not much I can offer you all in reward, but I will offer you a bed at Bamferlong anytime should you ever need it in the days to come. And if you, I'd be mightily offended if you didn't take this uh, basket of mushrooms with you as uh, snacks along the way. Oh. Very mm. kind. Thank you. Thank you. Mm. He hands you a gigantic mm. basket full of like different caps, all delicious looking. Assuming you're a fungi person. Mm. Oh, I am a mm. fungi. Yeah. I think all hobbits are. Mm. Yeah. Fungi and gals. Yeah. A generous gift. Mm hmm. Now? Uh, be be on the lookout for that burnt beast. Uh, Where exactly was the last place you saw it? Well, I've seen it skulking about my farm, uh, but you know, come to think of it, I, I don't think I've ever seen it except at night. Oh, it's last I heard though, it was somehow crossed over into Buckland and has been troubling the brandy bucks. Oh, mm. yeah. That's the last news I heard out of Buckleberry. Okay. Sounds so you you may want to cross the Brandywine at Buckleberry Ferry, and, mm -hmm. and to do so, uh, you should probably depart this evening, this same evening. Yes, this right. very evening. Mm -hmm. Rory, <laughs> well, didn't didn't Primula start heading back that way? Um. <laughs> Maybe. She I, did. Yeah, she did. Oh, yeah, she did. She did. Yeah, you're right. She did. <gasps> that could well, be a problem. We need to catch up with her. We, we should leave as soon as possible. Uh, when can you all be ready? I gotta finish my, my, my scone. Well, yes, of course, after scones. Of course. Mmm. <laughs> One. Salty, buttery, delicious. Uh, very good. Mm. Mm -hmm. mm. All right. So Literally I think we're can't talk. pretty much ready to head out like now. Yeah. Yeah, sure. Okay. Um, so as it gets a little later in the day, uh, you head out from Bam for Long. Uh, and you head up the causeway. Uh, that takes you toward Buckleberry Ferry. It's an easy trip. Um, the evening air feels strangely still, and you don't see any hobbits like outside relaxing or no children chasing fireflies. It's pretty quiet out, really. 
Um, about an hour into your trip, um, you're probably. Uh oh, did we lose a Doug? He's back. Oh, okay. I just put my mouth on stone and it's a little dry, so. <laughs> <laughs> he was hiding his shame. <laughs> Perfect. Every time I um, take a bite, it's like a cascade of crumbs. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Um, yeah, so about an hour into your trip, you're around halfway to the ferry. Uh, each of you feels this. There's a, a sense. You've probably only felt this a few times in your life. You live in the Shire. But you get a a sense of creeping dread coming over you. It's you. And as you think about it, it's almost as if, you know, you feel like this must be how a rabbit feels when it gets caught out by, you know, a predator. Um, it's a very disheartening feeling and you feel it seeping into your bones as you continue to walk. I'll probably, uh, un unshoulder my bow and and keep it keep it ready just in case hmm. will may i draw an inch of my blade and see if sting has reacted at all hmm. yeah of course uh you pop it out just a little bit and it hasn't actually it's normal silvery colored stay make... close young hobbits can I make a, an awareness roll? Would that work? No, oh, you want to look around for the source of this yeah, sense of dread, potentially? Yeah, okay, man. Yeah. All right, let me, let me, yeah. uh, all right, so I'm, I'm, what is that, favored in this? So I get to roll 2d12 and then. Fancy, yeah. Um, that, ooh. So I had a target number 14, I hit a 15 and one, so I have an eight, a one, and a six. So what's your total? Did you so meet your? 15. Yes, I met my uh, target number. Nice. And I, and I have a six with it. And you did have a six. Okay. Yeah. Perfect. All right. Um, so you kind of, as you're walking down the causeway, you look around and over to the uh, south of the causeway, there is a fence with kind of a bush growing in front of it. And at a couple of intervals, as you're looking off in that direction, you see just the faintest glimpse of a pair of red eyes off between the bushes behind the fence. And then it's gone. Nope. And then as you look around a little bit farther along, like a house, maybe back set back a few feet or not, sorry, feet, God, a few thousand, a few, wow. A few thousand centimeters away from the yeah. Distance Sorry, is fake. It's Whatever. distance. It's from it's a ways back. Of, it's set a ways way. back. Yeah, there in that direction. Um, <laughs> good grief. <laughs> you see uh, the set of eyes peer around from the side of the building, and then vanish again. Hey, do you did you see those eyes? What eyes? What what color were they? They're, they're, they're red. Yeah. 
And the, the sun is setting now. Oh, and the sun is setting. Well, we can see that, Rory. I, you didn't see the eyes, so I didn't know if you saw the sunset setting. We should hurry along. Get yes. inside. Something's something's like following us. Ah, to be hunted. This is the true feeling of fear. Memorize it. it. Listen I, to your instincts. My instincts are telling me to run home. Well, we're going to get towards buildings, which is significantly closer than home. But they're just waking up, as they you keep following those instincts. Okay. I think that we should probably run. Spot of anything okay. to go then. That's a... mm-hmm. <laughs> um, strengthen yourself. Before yeah, we gonna... before we take off, I'm gonna reach down and and fasten all the buttons on my stone pocket so I don't lose any while we're trying to flee. Mm-hmm. Very that, good thinking. Very thinking. smart. Yeah. I feel like hobbits are the ones that invented Velcro. Specifically for <laughs> That's perfect. Uh, yeah, okay. So you, you secure your scones appropriately, you know, taking all due caution uh, and start to run uh, along the causeway. It's not long before you reach the winding road that turns off east from the causeway and begins... Uh, going down the path toward Buckleberry Ferry. Um, and in the distance, not far, you can see um, the Brandywine River with sort of some of the starlight from up above reflected in it. Um, as, as your uneasy uh, journey reaches its destination, you can see further down the lane the square floating platform of the Buckleberry Ferry as well. With no ferrymen attending it at night, you'll have to cross on your own. But the water is calm and the stars are bright. And uh, you each sigh with a little bit of released tension, um, which is prematurely interrupted when you see a pair of red eyes come up from a ditch along the western side of the causeway and in front of your path. I, I told you, the red eyes! <laughs> Steady, hobbits! Draw your weapons. Uh, it may This may have once been a dog or a wolf, but its fur is burnt and stiff. It's the color of cold ashes. It has definitely that fiery gleam uh, in its eye as, as it prowls toward you, and it never flinches. Um, it has a predatory confidence that seems to grow with every step it takes toward you. Never once does it make a sound, not even its footfalls. And it's nearly as tall as a hobbit at its shoulders. No! It peels back its lips in a silent snarl that reveals white fangs stained pink and it breaks into a charge toward you. No! So, you have... Really only two choices at this point, right? You can fight this thing because it's coming for you, or you can try and break around it and and run for the ferry and get the ferry moving. Those are really the two things you can do. What do you want to do? 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 Run! 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 Running? 
I'm running. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna take a scone out of my pocket, throw it right at its face to try to distract it, and then run, <laughs> and then run. Okay, <laughs> everyone who's running, make an athletics roll. Uh-oh. I don't oh, think yes. I'm that. Oh. Oh, good thing no. I'm real good at this. Good thing I'm horrible at this. <laughs> hey. Lore Master Whoa. Will, can you remind the audience, and totally not the players, how to roll in this game? I would love to remind the audience how to roll in this game. <laughs> so this game is really cool. I like it a lot. It's got these really beautiful dice. I don't know if you can see like the little Gandalf rune on it. It's really pretty. Anyway, um, so this is a 12-sided dice. It's got a Gandalf rune and an Eye of Sauron rune on it. Every roll you roll is going to take one of these no matter what. And then if you have a skill in something, then you're also going to roll the number of success dice, these little six-sided dice that add up to whatever the number or number of pips that you have in that skill. And then finally, if it's underlined, if it's a favored skill, it'll be underlined. That means you roll two, you have advantage, and you take whichever one rolls better out of the two with the feet dice. So say you have a three in awareness or two in awareness, then you just roll one feet dice, two other dice, you roll them, you total up the number, um, and then also let us know uh, if you get a Gandalf rune, that's an automatic success. If you get any sixes on your six-sided dices, with it's got this cool little T Tengwar rune on it. If you get those, then that can upgrade your success. So pretty cool, pretty simple. What happens if you roll an 11? There yeah. is no 11 on so the, on the normal ten. dice. Oh, but yeah. if you have normal 12-sided uh-huh. dice. Yeah, perfect. So a 1 through 10 is 1 through 10. And 11 is the Eye of Sauron, which is the equivalent of a 0. And the Gandalf rune is the 12, which is the equivalent of just you succeed, right? You just yeah, succeed at the thing. Yeah no matter what your number was. So you're trying to get your target number from your character sheet for whichever column you're actually operating out of at the moment, which is either strength, your strength TN, your heart TN, or your wits TN target numbers. Yeah. Okay. I, what if I failed, but that, I, I rolled a, a ten, Tenguar rune? Well, in order for the Tenguars <laughs> to apply, you do have to succeed, unfortunately. Ah, dang yeah. it. Okay. Yeah, no, I failed. I failed. Yeah. Fail. So, okay. I'm <laughs> favored in athletics. Mm-hmm. I got a Gandalf rune on both of my dice and a six. Oh, my wow. God. Wow. wow. You're like, yeah. So you're, you're going to be the first one to the uh to the to the ferry and you'll be able to start like getting it ready to like untying its moors and things like that potentially um all right so if you fail your roll you're falling behind but you're still running but it does leave you open to potentially be attacked by the wolf so the people who failed sorry rory esmeralda bilbo and Drogo, you all okay? We Four of you failed. Got Sweet. An oh, I, oh no! I had a little yeah. too many scones and mushroom caps. Little too many scones. 
Oh my gosh. All right. So I am going to roll now for the, uh, oh wow. He's better than I thought he was. The Burnt Beast. Oh, I can hear all those dice. That's so you many hear dice. all those oh. dice? Oh, and then I have to do an eeny, meeny, miny because there's four of you. Mm -hmm. Or you could just do it on me because I literally ruled the Eye of Sauron. Uh, oh, <laughs> I feel like Bilbo yeah, was sure. standing yeah, there and was fair. like, standing in the hobbits, and then All right, everyone Bilbo. scattered. And he was like, <laughs> what's, your, what's your parry rating? They're like, <laughs> what's your parry rating? Uh, my parry rating is 17. 17? That's actually pretty good. Uh, okay, let's see if he rolled 17. There's 9. There's 13. There's really, I got 16. So he misses. Yeah, he snatches at you and you just barely manage to run out of his reach right as he's like nipping at your heels. So, yeah. All right. Um, we're going to do one more athletics roll. Everybody needs to oh, make it no. except for Paladin who's already there getting the fairy ready to go. This is just really unlikely, uh -oh. y'all, for me to get this. I rolled another, I rolled the same thing as before. Yep. Literally, oh, no. different dice, same two numbers. Okay, same story. Um, With my great success, is there anything I can do to help? You're getting the boat ready. The boat yeah. is now yeah, ready. You're, you're already... I, guess that's, I guess that's true. I guess yeah. that's true. Would there's it, no, it... there's no helping us. <laughs> we're, oh. we're helpless. <laughs> Bilbo. Okay, he's gonna hit you. Yeah, that sounds about right. Um, and he got a, he got a Tengwar rune too. Oh no! Oh no! Oh no! So let me just see how I want to make that work. <laughs> hmm. The devil dog doesn't kill Bilbo. Hmm. It'd be very problematic for the canon of this. Hmm. <laughs> it would be amazing. <laughs> it really would, wouldn't it? Uh, okay, he didn't get a piercing blow. He's not going to try and pierce. It's just going to be a heavy blow. So he's going to do a little extra damage to your endurance. So you will... Uh, you're going to have 5 plus 5. He's going to do 5 damage to your endurance. Okay. Yeah. Um, does that put you into the weary zone? Do you have less endurance than your load? Uh, that's a great question. So my endurance started at 23, and my load is... Where do I see my load? Um, it's over next to current endurance on the right. It should be... It's probably not it's very... Completely it's completely not very that, high. That part of the character sheet is blank for me. Yeah, I don't think you have... I think you've just got might be, might be like one. one or two based upon weapons. Yeah, because you guys don't have like armor and stuff. That's um, what really if I gives count you my plus. load that's on my character sheet under war gear, it says load mm -hmm. one. Okay, so you're still good then. Okay. All right. So you get you get he gets like at you and you feel you know some of your strength being sapped as he's like on you and pawing at your back and. Yeah, but you all make it uh, to the 
Fairy, which is already starting to be pushed off from the side thanks to the lovely paladin Took. Uh, and as you jump across onto the fairy, the wolf takes a look at the water and it takes a look at you all and or the burnt beast, I guess. Because um, we don't know if it's a wolf or what it is, but it certainly looks like a big nasty wolf type thing. Um, yeah. Huh. It it backs away. Um, and it swim like just like water. me. Oh, oh, I can't swim. Oh, I can't swim. Just okay. just sit okay. down. Don't don't make any sudden movements. You'll yeah. be fine, Drogo. Uh, you see as the as the shore recedes away from your view, still for a while, that pair of red eyes watching you um, before it eventually darts off toward the north along the riverbank. Oh. Yeah. Oh. I swear, if this if this beast doesn't get us, this river will be the death of me. Oh, you're fine. Just sit, sit, sit down. Just don't. Just... We're here. We're here. Yep. Yep. Bilbo's there, just like no bleeding profusely. It's so okay, great, Rocco. Oh. I believe in you. You've got this. Um, do you just take have... deep breaths in with me and out? Bilbo, do you need? You're do you need so help? Great. Oh. <laughs> Right. Yes. You have a. You have. Yeah. You. You have a large wound there. Good job. Good yeah. job. Does Can anyone have any skill in healing? I do. That is a thing that you could do. It got okay, my I'm gonna. Journaling I'm gonna. I'm gonna try to patch Bilbo up. Yeah. I can't roll this evening. This D12 is going in dice jail. It's dark. We're on a ferry. It's fine. Bilbo's yeah. very understanding. Yeah. I, I can't even see what I'm doing. I'm sorry. What an excellent point, Esmeralda. We should have prepared fire if we're going to be dealing with a beast that is frightened of fire. Is it really frightened of fire? Or... Did it just run away because it caught on fire? I feel like that's a pretty reasonable reaction. Most things run away when you light them on fire. I know I would, and I'm not generally afraid of fire. But if we don't have fire, we can't light it on fire. That's a good point. Hmm. Okay. I How think... are you feeling? Oh, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll be okay once we get to the, the other side. I think off, that we need to use something to lure the beast other than ourselves. I don't like being bait. I could be bait. What? No. <laughs> yes, I know, hungry. I can't. <laughs> I hate me. Always hate me. <laughs> but. Farmer Maggot said that, that it was after his chickens, right? I think it is now. Maybe a little hungry for hobbits. Did you see its pink teeth? I, I, I saw the pink teeth. I feel as if it is fed recently. Worry, I won't feel better until we see Primula for ourselves. <gasps> That's right. I didn't even think about that. Oh. <sighs> Where would she have gone? Okay. 
Who was she engaged to again? Is it Drogo? Drogo, hey, yeah. Drogo. Drogo's a mid-panic attack on a boat, and we're like, yeah. I hope your fiancé isn't dead. <laughs> I hope that Fine. beast didn't eat her. Fine. I've got my emotional support skill. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so you're pulling the ferry along with the rope that's and pulley system that's kind of attached, and you it gets to the other side of the Brandywine River, uh, and you you know tie it off there. You get off and you start walking, and you are very very shortly accosted. Accosted, maybe a strong word. Anyway, <laughs> a Bucklander with a lantern approaches you, uh, and he's got one hand resting on the pommel of a sheathed sword short sword um he's a little terse it's like you hobbits aren't supposed to be using the ferry at night you know that don't you mm-hmm. Can we know I... what it looks like it was it was kind of an emergency we were being chased well you're to be escorted to brandy hall immediately oh good ah yes yes okay good. for your own safety of course Mm-hmm. Right. For our own safety, I will have you know that we have just survived an encounter with a burned beast. Mm. It is perhaps your safety we should be concerned about. But, uh, but you... either way, we, we, we can absolutely go with you and quickly. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm. Ha- have you seen the burned beast? He looks at each of you in turn, and then he seems to, some recognition dawns in his face when he sees Rory. He's, ah, young master Rory. (sighs) I didn't recognize you at first among these strange hobbits. Mm -hmm. Uh, But, um, yes, it's true. There are rumors of a savage creature that's been threatening the locals here among Buckland. Um, I hear tell of some kind of wild dog or some sort of beast uh, mm-hmm. with red not eyes. not just rumors. It just, attacked yes. us just now. We, Look we at Bilbo's arm. Well, it's been prowling around Crick Hollow, I hear. It's been but wild. but you haven't you haven't seen the beast on this side of the river. Well, Crickolo's on this side of the river. I haven't seen it personally, no. Oh, that's right. So but I can take you to Brandy Hall. Get across the water somehow. Unless there's more than one. Oh, I don't like the idea of there being more than one. Keep your mouth shut, Paladin. <laughs> <laughs> Not not out under the stars. We can speak more of your theory when we're inside Brandy Hall. <laughs> All right. So he's going to lead you off toward Brandy Hall. Uh, he, he says, um, by the way, my name is Braddock. Uh, so Braddock, the watchman, is going to lead you up the road to the main entrance of the Grand Hobbit Hall, that it, Hobbit Hall that is Brandy Hall. Um, much to your surprise, those of you who've never been here before, uh, given the time of night, you see none other than the master of Buckland, Gorbadoc Brandybuck himself, pacing on the front walk. On the front walk, 
He's got a pipe clenched between his teeth, and he's leaning heavily on a wooden cudgel. He's a very aged hobbit, um, very heavy aged hobbit. And he looks up uh, at the light of Braddock's lantern and smiles. And he says, glad to see you, my lads and lasses. <clears throat> his face definitely looks troubled. Um, but, yeah. He waves it away and, and offers uh, Braddock a quick thank you for escorting you all here and invites you all to inside for some late night vittles. Mm. Mm. Mm-hmm. Obviously. Yes. Now we're talking. Yeah. There um, might even be some leftover scones from earlier in the day. <laughs> we should check if they've heard or seen Tremula if she made it back oh. here. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yes. Let's, let's ask questions. Has, Maybe. Has any have, have you seen Pramulia? Pramula? Pramula? I don't know what's Pramula. Uh, yeah, my sister. For your sister? <sighs> yes, boy, your sister arrived here yesterday evening. Oh, oh. alive? She's just fine, thank you. Oh, nice. Okay. 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 Where are those guns? Yeah, uh, head in and there's they lay out a you know as mentioned some late night vittles, but there's ham, there's scones, there's all manner of like fresh veggie treats and just all sorts of good stuff. Anything, anything you could probably want. Quail's eggs, mmm, delicious. Yeah. Yep. Um, plenty of food. Always. So, uh, we should, we should probably wait until after, after the, the meal to, to start asking about the, the the beast. Yeah, sure, sure. It's not really polite dinner conversation. Who begins to cut? A thick slice of like garlic rosemary bread, puts some cheese on top, sets it in front of the fire so the cheese can start to melt, and looks over at Esmeralda and Paladin and Drogo and Rory. <clears throat> you are correct. Perhaps we should wait until after we have eaten. But uh, I wanted to say, I did a good job surviving that. Some, some of the first real danger that you have faced. And while your instinct was to run, it did get us all out alive. Mm-hmm. Now, I have to ask you, if it comes down to it attacking us again, how do you think you should respond? Run. Hide. All right, Running now, and hiding, I think that's... Now, yeah. Let me ask you another question. If you run and hide, what do you think will happen to less prepared hobbits should this thing choose to approach one of them instead of yourselves? Uh, they'll get eaten. Yeah. Oh. So we gotta teach all the hobbits to run and hide. Wait a minute. Uh, 
you're that Baggins fellow, yes? Uh, Bilbo Baggins? <laughs> Indeed. Oh, welcome, welcome to Brandy Hall. Uh, I'm Gorbadoc, uh, Master of Buckingham. Gorbadoc? Gorbadoc. I've always wanted to meet you. <laughs> it works. <laughs> I, That's gonna be my father-in-law. Did I did I hear you <laughs> saying that you were attacked by some beast? Ah, uh, yes. Where beast. where did this happen? Right on the other side of the ferry. On the other side of the brandy wine. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Now, how is that to be possible? makes no sense to me. This creature is only spotted here just last night. How could he have swum the length of the Brandywine and then back to trouble you there and then here? Is this a werewolf? Okay, I don't even know if there's werewolves in the Lord of the Rings. Okay, I'm gonna calm down for a second. <laughs> what is the moon sitch, Will? <laughs> what is the moon? Can, can we get a moon it's, check here? Can we get a, a moon? Yes, <laughs> roll, roll for moon. Do I roll for lunar phase? Oh my god. Lunar, no. I'm actively spiraling. <laughs> uh, that the moon. Uh, okay, you know what? It's. What? Freaking. Give me. I'm gonna roll for moon. I don't even know if the moon changes. I don't oh my know gosh. if it's like a circle. Is Middle Earth flat? I Yum. don't know. It's a full moon. What do you it know? It is a full moon. Oh. oh. What do you know? The conspiracies abound. Okay. Yeah. Uh, uh, there is actually, just for the record, such thing as werewolf in Middle Earth. Yeah. Okay. I know there was were bear. I couldn't remember if there were werewolves. Yeah. So. Yeah. There's there's a, a, a renowned one in um, Mirkwood. Yeah. Do you have? I remember that now. A library, yeah. Gerbadirk. <laughs> Gerbadirk. <laughs> I'm sorry, I didn't goggle please that get, Please, please get it work. right next time. It's blah, blah, Yes, I have a library, but I'll tell uh, you... Mythological creatures. It doesn't make effort. sense. It's... Well, it's not some mythological creature. It's clearly... Have a, you? Why wouldn't it be? Well, I mean, the, the the bridge is to the north. This this thing could could have run to the bridge, correct? It's really far, though. There could be two. Well, I'll tell you well, that just I last I night. I don't like that idea at all. I would much rather it's a werewolf than there be two of them. <laughs> I'll tell you that just last night. Uh, <laughs> Rollo Boffin was around here sounding the alarm, claiming that he saw the beast at the edge of his property in Crickall. We and should definitely speak Livestock has been... <laughs> <laughs> what did I do? Did I say it wrong? Ro Rofo? Ruffo? Did you say Ruffalo? 
<laughs> yeah, Ruffalo. Mark Ruffalo. <laughs> the Hulk is here. What's so different about the werewolf? So <laughs> you're a werewolf and a Hulk. It's all you need. <laughs> <laughs> oh if we bring a Hulk to the werewolf, it'll be evenly matched. <laughs> oh my goodness. Whoo! Yeah. Well, fine hobbits, I say. You know, you're welcome to go off searching, do whatever you'd like uh, on the morrow. But tonight, uh, you should sleep well in Brandy Hall. I will assure that you have rooms uh, to sleep in, and it is, of course, getting quite late. And I will take my leave of you for the night. And he's going to retire. All right. Bilbo's going to pick up his toasty cheese now and pull it apart in the middle so it gets all stretchy. And uh, takes a thoughtful bite before returning to the conversation he's having before Gorbark interrupted. <laughs> like, but <clears throat> if it does come down to a situation where we are faced with it again, I want to know, would you be prepared to fight this creature? Yes. I feel like the answer you're looking for is Yes. I want a truthful answer. Okay, then yes. I will, I will try. I will, I will rise to the occasion, yes. I will try really hard. I will totally, totally. Rory? What? What? Brandebuck? Yes. I want you to consider the feeling that you had when you thought this could have had your sister. Oh, yeah. I want you all to think about what would have happened to Permula. Okay. What could have easily happened. That could happen to any good hobbit. Yeah, Drogo. And steal your heart for what might come. I was closer to it than you were, Roy. You ran faster. I, yeah. It's because I didn't have all the scones in my pockets, like you. Look, I have scones for every occasion. <laughs> I'm so excited that you happened. <laughs> <laughs> Don't want your pocket scones, Drogo. Bilbo offers you half of his cheesy bread. Ooh. Thank you. All right. So it sounds like a pretty packed day for tomorrow. Don't know what your plans are for the night, but it would maybe be good to get some rest. Rest, yes. Yes. Rest. Mm. I'm going to grab all the ham off the table and bring it to the room. <laughs> yes. An entire hawk. We're going to use it as a whole thing. You're going to use it as a pillow so you can like just roll over and, uh, while you're sleeping. <laughs> I, I have no plan, but it looks too good to leave there. <laughs> it would be lonely. Yep. Right. I understand, Paladin. I can see that. Okay. Um. Yeah. Y'all get some rest? Perfect. Yep. Do I recover any endurance when I sleep? Uh, you will recover some Please, endurance maybe. when you sleep. Yeah. Um, I'm going to say you'll recover all of your endurance when you sleep. It wasn't actually, oh. wasn't a wound, right? It was just endurance. So mm -hmm. you get a good rest and it'll come back. Um, okay. You're yeah, like a rest in a nice place, like a you know, a hobbit hole. 
where it could be nicer, to be honest. All right. Um, so, Rory, um, you know that it's still dark outside mm -hmm. because it's still dark in your room. Um, but there is someone pounding on your door. Nope. All right. Um, I'll. You've definitely up. gone to sleep, but now you're awakened by oh, by this. Yeah. I'll I'll get up out of bed and uh, go to the door and be like, "Yes, can I help you?" Uh, it is your brother, Saratus Brandybuck. Rory, we've got to wake those others. You all came here. You're gonna thinking about what's going on, but you've got to hear the story. Rollo Boffin, he's here right now. He ran all the way from Crick Hollow to Brandy Hall, screaming that he'd seen the beast again. Let's get the rest of them. And he's going to run off and knock on the next door of whoever, like, he's going to go knock on Paladin's door. Right. Why are brothers so I'm going to cover the ham. <laughs> uh... So that nobody knows. <laughs> People will have questions when that much hand goes missing. Uh, I'm going to get up and I'm not going to open the door. I'm going to say, who is it? Uh, it's it's Saratus Brandybuck. What do you want? It's late. Well, I'd like to garble some names at you if you don't mind. <laughs> I think we should just make Will say every single time at every single door. Oh my word! No. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll 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 open the door and play along. You you all are gonna get get woken up to this, right? And, and uh, basically, they're like, "Come down, come back down to the hall, and uh, go down yeah. to the hall." Oh, just here. And uh, it's probably maybe an hour before dawn. Um, it looks like it's you know probably gonna probably gonna get light here before too long. Um, but there is a very nervous uh, looking hobbit um, sitting down there wringing his hands. Uh, and uh, Saradurs introduces him. This is Rollo. <laughs> I've wanted to meet you for so long. Ever since last night. Ever since last night. <laughs> I saw that beast again, I tell you. I saw it. Where? Well, it came skulking around my farm. It had fur burnt black and red fiery eyes stalking right, back right. and forth near the and edge the, of my the... property. I saw it right out the window, I did. And the bloody teeth. I didn't see any Does it have bloody teeth? Oh, um... It, it might. Maybe? I beg you to help me. Any help I could get, I would well, take. But yeah, yes, of course, of course. Right? I have questions. Bilbo has Ask questions. me anything. I'll answer anything and anything. It had what sort of fur? Burnt black fur. Burnt as in a color or burnt as in a condition? <laughs> Are we talking about sienna here or like... 
Charred. Blackened, charred, perhaps. Oh, okay. mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. And how would you describe Red the eyes? Fiery eyes. Red fiery eyes. Okay. Good to know. This, our beast. my friends, my good hobbits, leads me to believe there are not two. For good master maggot had only burned one, and each one we have found has been burned. But didn't he say it also already looked burned when he first saw it before he lit it on fire? I Oh, that's a good question. Will, I did not catch that before. Did he say it was burned before he lit it on fire? He may have. We'll have to call him. <laughs> Does anybody have his number? Can we text him? Get on get on your get on your iPhone, see what you can find out. Sleuth away. We need an orb ASAP. Okay. <laughs> Or a moth. We can whisper to it and then cast it off like Gandalf. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Op- options for Middle Earth communication. Very slow letters. Wild animals. <laughs> cursed rocks. Or <laughs> tying things on the back of bunny rabbits, hoping they'll make it. <laughs> okay. Um, I can focus, I swear. Uh, you, when he finishes kind of his story and, and telling you everything about it, you notice uh, Gorbadoc, uh is standing in an open doorway back behind you. He's been listening quietly uh, to all of this from what you can tell. Um, and uh, can I make with an a insight re- check on him? Sure. Yeah, please. Uh, okay, I've got three pips in insight. Okay, what are you and... hoping to find out? see if he's looking like nervous or like guilty at all. Oh yeah. Bilbo still has a mind of like maybe this is a uh a werewolf and or a wolf wear. Or a wolf wear. Yes, of course. I have um my traveling gear finally wrought pipe which says insight. Does that do anything special or is it gives you favored favored insight, yeah. So I roll two? Mm Twelve Yep. All right, I'm going to light up. What's your deal? And I rolled a 10 and a plus a 14 for a 24. Ooh. Double my target number. I know that's not anything significant, but I did roll a 6. And I did succeed. Okay. Um... Yeah, you're pretty sure he doesn't have anything to do with this. Okay. In cool. fact, he kind of he has a little bit of a reluctant look on his face, and he nods and he says, "Rollo is right. Uh, we we need to keep Watchmen here, uh, but it would be, I think, appropriate for your party to go out and and help investigate, since you've encountered this creature before, after all, and uh, so." You're best prepared to potentially meet it again. Um, what do you think? I agree, but we're going to need a backpack and the leftover ham. I think we can arrange that. Perfect. Certainly, there's the ham around here somewhere. And there was a lot of it when I went to bed, and uh, I was thinking bait. Hmm. Uh, if you, yeah, so he'll provide, they'll find a ham from the larders, right? A new um, ham? 
Our new hand. Paladin got off lucky. I know. <laughs> um, and when when he gets a moment, uh, he'll actually come over to you, Drogo, and he'll put a hand on your shoulder and he'll say, "Thank you, son, for what you're doing for my family and for my daughter. You and your family will always have a room at Brandy Hall." Uh, thank you, thank you, sir. And we will uh, we will make 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 this place safe again, and we will will do it quickly and return. I'm scared. I'm sorry, sir. I'll, I, I'll do what I can. I'll do what I can. Ah, you'll do perfectly fine, I'm sure. This is just some beast that needs to be chased off or perhaps put out of its misery. It's hard to say. Okay. Well, I have yeah. a question. Yeah. Can Primula make an appearance real fast? Absolutely. <laughs> All right. I'll allow Great. it. I just feel like Drogo needs a little bit of like reassurance here. Let's see if I can like do this super fast. Aha! Drogo, Drogo needs a pep talk. There you go. Oh. My dear. Pramila wanders down from the upstairs room. <laughs> Drogo, I didn't know you were here. Uh, yes, we, we, we got here. Late last night, after a harrowing trip on, on, on the ferry. Oh, I was so terribly frightened. I thought I heard something on the road. And now they're saying there's some sort of beast? Yes, and it is a beast. We, we saw it last night. Cousin <gasps> Bilbo was, 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 was almost eaten. But were you alright? A bit winded and, and, and scared, but yes, I, I mostly worried about you. And don't forget hungry. Pockets go. Always hungry. And now you're going to go investigate it? That is so terribly brave of you. Oh, thank, thank, thank you. Thank you. I, I, I will do what I can to make our, our home safe. And, and we will overcome this. And I, I will be the husband you need. And, and you deserve. Just be sure you come back. And don't get cold, it's a chilly night. And she takes off her scarf and wraps it around your neck. Ooh, Break this you. back for me. I will. I, I, I will return it and and we will we will enjoy our wedding and, and live happily ever after. Are you not gonna pass the scarf back through the screen? I can't hold on. <laughs> Just chuck it at the camera. <laughs> Perfect. Change the color a little bit. Upstairs, it's okay. After giving Rory a big hug, be brave and be strong, brother. Uh, I, I will try. I will try. You, should... you will do. Hold up the Brandy Buck name. Very true. I will do that. <laughs> Perfect. All right. Um, so, with your ham in tow, uh, you make your way to Crick Hollow, which is the farm where, uh, you know, Rollo, not Ruffalo, Rollo Boffin. I can see how that happened. I totally Thank can. Thank you! Yeah. Rollo Boffin. I Ruffalo, just said his yeah. name and you started laughing at me. I was like, what's happening right now? 
Boffin, uh, you <laughs> you make your way to his to his farm. Oh my gosh! Um, so it's not hard to find what's happened here. There's no you don't see any damage to the house itself, but if you kind of search around in the property, you'll see signs of disturbance. The flower beds are trampled. There's bark ripped from some of the trees nearby, as if by animal claws. Uh, there are, you see, find the carcasses of a few dead rabbits. And most disturbing of all, there are great gouges in the rear door of Rollo Boffin's house. Yeah. Oh. Oh. Indeed. Like These, around uh, the doorknob? Uh, like. Like all over. Yeah. Did these look like they are the, the same size that could be made by the creature we saw? Potentially, yes. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Mm -hmm. uh, <sighs> is there anything burnt or charred anywhere? No. It, can I try and track this thing with like an explore or a scan roll? You could make a scan roll, yes. I would love to make a scan roll. This is something that I am favored in. Dad gum. Let's go. Oh, not an amazing roll. Let's see. That is. Oh, it's enough though. It's actually exactly. Got a success. I got a success. No sixes. Okay. Uh, you're kind of looking around and and checking out the property, and you you think you see like the flower beds are all trampled, and you see where some of the dirt from the flower beds kind of heads off in a particular direction, and you spot a small trail leading toward the eastern end of the property. Uh, it appears, so this trail kind of dips and runs um, toward the very high hay itself, uh, which is on the far side of, of Buckland. Um, as you, do you sort of follow it? Uh, Bilbo would check with his companions first and make sure they're ready to, have they steeled themselves for this? Steeled. As, as steeled as I can be. Exactly. Brave hobbits. I, I think we go. I am stolen. Yes. Okay. Listen, this is our home. You all understand that, right? Something has come into our home and is trying to frighten us. But we will not be cowed by the unknown. Okay. Well, this, is, this is actually Rolo's home, but I, I, I understand what you're saying. Fool of a took! Just fall into line, and I'm going to start walking. <laughs> okay. Um, you start walking. You're heading, you know, down this path, heading toward the high hay, which is basically like really tall hay. It's called the high hay because you're hobbits, I think, probably. Anyway. Um... And as you get a little closer toward it, uh, you get an uncanny sense that you're being watched. Um, and it's actually, as you get right up by the high hay, the beast jumps out, striking at you, uh, leaping from a long shadow cast by the rising sun against the high hay. Uh, it's going to lunge at the nearest of you. Let me tell you which of you that is. Oh my. Mind. 
Oh, that will be Rory, uh, who is the nearest. Um, so, it's... Oh, goodness. Uh, what's your, what's your parry, Rory? Uh, 17. 17? Yep. Okay. Um, it's going to hit you. Sure it is. Yeah. Um, that will do five damage to your endurance. Excellent. Uh, and then it turns and runs away down the path after it hits you. It, like, claws at you, and it's like, ah, and then it flees. I will fire a very late arrow that I managed to finally knock and let loose after it that you know but it's 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 too far. Yeah. Yeah. Well mm -hmm. why don't you go ahead and roll anyway. Just add right. like right. plus plus seven. Plus seven to your target number. Yeah. Target. Right. Be tough to do, but you could do uh, it. No. No? No, okay. you'd add a plus two. Plus two. But no, not at plus seven. Okay. Well, hey. It was a it was a long shot. Just literally. Cousin Bill that I'm, that I'm <laughs> for this. So sorry. Okay. Um yeah. So what do you want to do? It's like zipped off down the path. Let's let's chase after this thing. Yeah, I agree. Mm-hmm. Pursuit. Drive and this time I'm going to have my weapon ready for yeah. if a surprise attack happens again. And Bill will urge everyone else to do the same. Sure. Oh, yes. Smart. Smart thinking. Yep. Um, okay. So the path away from Krakalo to the high hay it dips and it goes low for a while and eventually comes to a brick-lined gap in the hedge where... It ends in a set of thick iron bars that are set in this uh, wall. And it looks like it probably once formed a pretty sturdy barrier, but the gate is all bent and twisted um, as if by some creature from the old forest trying to get in. The old forest is on the other side. Oh. Hmm. Um, yeah. Ooh, I don't like the looks of this. Yeah. I think we might be close to its lair. Let's creep quietly, hobbits. Can we stealth? <gasps> stealth. 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 Yeah. Stealth is a thing great. that hobbits nice. are good at. Yeah. Great at stealth. Perfect at the stealthing. I'm not going to say anything about my ability to stealth because then my dice will betray me. I got a Gandalf rune and a Tangwar. Ooh, you can I'm help somebody very, else stealth if needed. Quiet. Regular success. I, I will. I will help Esmeralda be quiet. Helping <laughs> Esmeralda. By okay. that look. Amanda, do I need to send you some dice? What's up? <laughs> it won't help. As soon as they come within my general proximity, they will turn to evil. That is okay. just what happens. <laughs> I need to like make you like a little box that recharge your dice luck. <laughs> Don't let me actually written on the top. <laughs> Don't let me actually touch them. I need like a magic eight ball type system so that I'm never up? actually touching the dice. Beautiful. This is a great idea. <laughs> yeah. 
What happens when Drogo assists me in being stealthy? Because I'm quite bad at it on my own, apparently. <laughs> All right. Um, so you're going to slip through the iron iron gate? Yes. Yes. Okay. You're moving into the old forest proper. Oh. Um, let me have a little bit of... Yeah. So this is the old forest. Countless tales are told from Buckland to the White Downs about the strange affairs of this untamed wild. To your surprise, the forest itself does not immediately leap out to attack you as soon as you step past the bent iron gate and fully into the woods. Instead, a thin collection of trees, bent and gnarled, surrounds you just out of reach, their full branches not quite touching you. A wide path, barely visible from the gate, runs east and slightly to the north over a low rise where you see a break in the trees. After a brief walk through moss-covered trees growing in countless shapes and sizes, you come to a wide, bare space where no trees grow. It forms a wide circle, and the sun reaches down, unobscured by the thick canopy of reaching branches and wide leaves. Beyond this point, the old forest grows thick and free, Trees, gnarled and twisted with great roots sticking up from the ground and dipping back down again, grow freely as there is little in the way of a path uh, as, and the ground continues a slow ascent. A s the sense that you are an unwanted visitor and are being watched grows in your mind. In this wild and twisted place, it is clear that the burnt beast will have an advantage and your hunt will be most difficult. So, can, can we go back to the to the baiting plan where we bring the beast to us instead of chasing after it into the terrifying darkness? Still a good idea. Break out the hams. <laughs> we brought ham, right? We yeah. did bring ham. So, you know everything you need to know about ham. <laughs> How much do you know about the old forest? I don't know anything about the old forest other Would than this it's be scary and we shouldn't go there. I'm, I'm sure I've read something while in while in. It, in it Brooklyn, could it could be a lore check for those that would like I to attempt see. a lore yeah, check. No, it's yeah, I'll try. See if I can recall. Oh, that's not a good. One. <laughs> uh, I passed. Hey, okay, good. Fifteen. Fifteen is a success. Okay. Any, any Tengwars? No? No Tengwars. Just some no. couple successes? Okay. Mm -hmm. uh, here's what you know about the Old Forest. So it, the rumor is that it is actually alive in some way. Like mm -hmm. you've heard rumor of this and that somehow it actively dislikes visitors. Hobbits generally avoid the Old Forest, but, you know, they're, they're a tale of, you know... Uh, tweens and and you know others like making their way into it and and you know living to tell the tale so it's not doesn't mean you're like necessarily going to die just because you set foot in the old forest it's not um, definitely but, just discouraging yeah there there are rumors that you know the trees themselves will twist their roots and tangle their branches to make your way through it more difficult um uh, yeah, long ago, the hobbits actually drove the old forest back. They like cut and burned uh, parts of it that had tried to move in to attack the the hedge. 
um, along the edge of, of Buckland. But yeah, they got pushed away with fire. Yeah, I wonder why it doesn't like us. Um, yeah. I, yeah. So if you're going to hunt for the burnt beast in the old forest, you'll need one person in the group to be a scout. The scout will basically be trying to make sure that you are not lost, that you're making your way as you need to through the old forest. And that person will be making explore roles, just in a game mechanics sense. Then everybody else can be hunting, looking for signs of the beast's passage, and they'll be making hunting roles. Ooh. I'm gonna scan, I'm not gonna hunting. Um, I'm decent at hunting. I'm, I'm going to, once again, advocate for the, we don't chase the beast through the terrifying dark woods, we bring it to us. We stay I'm, here, and we bring the beast to us with the ham. I'm on that, absolutely. When I was in Mirkwood, says Bilbo thoughtfully. And <laughs> <laughs> he cuts a glare at Esmeralda as she sighs. This will be in my book, and you are getting a free look at it, so you should be you pay attention. You're, this is an honorable moment. But I was in Mirkwood, and the dwarves were walking through, and they were being quite loud. Everything bad came to them. These huge spiders came trees. So perhaps if we set up the ham and then one of us made hurt sounds like a rabbit that's been caught in a trap but hobbity it could come to us. Okay. And we could hunker down and attack it from all sides at once. An ambush, yeah. I think this is a reasonable plan to try. I don't know if it will succeed, but we do need to bring it to us in some way to lure it. So that's why I'm suggesting hurt sounds, singing something. And the ham. And the ham. And yes. the ham. Bird and sounds, also, singing, and ham. Yeah. Huh? Seems like the perfect bait for a burned beast. Yeah. Maybe it's hungry for hobbitses. <laughs> Can we find oh, like a smallish clearing, Will, where there's well, like, we're like some like hollow trees? You're in, you're we're, in we're like in the clearing. last clearing, yeah. Okay, perfect. The trail, perfect. as far as you can tell, leads off into the, into the part of the woods that doesn't really have clearings. Where it gets scary. Yeah. Mm. All right. Um, uh, I, I like the looks of this log right here. I'm going to hide over here. I would like to volunteer to be the bait. <laughs> or at least to uh, try to call this thing in. Can we make a suit of ham and put it and have palatable wear? How would that work? Bill seems interested. He's fascinated by this idea. Explain it to him. You cut off slices of the ham, 
and then sew it together into a ham shirt and pants, and you make Paladin wear it. Paladin, how do you feel about this? Honestly, the, the logic is sound. <gasps> what? Bilbo did not expect that answer. He quickly turns <laughs> to look which, over which, at Esmeralda. Like, can you would believe it make more sense just hold the ham so you can discard it when the thing attacks? Well, it would certainly be faster. I, I think you should do that. I would like all okay. of us to make it make it back. I, I have a better idea, actually. <laughs> let's 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 put the ham on the ground and we can all hide. Perfect. Can you tell me what, what weapons you all have really quickly? Sorry. Bow. Sword. I have a sword. Sting, I have a bow. Rocks, scones. Okay, cool. Just checking. It, nothing to worry about. Just uh, I'm sure that there's nothing at all to be concerned about. I feel with like there. if we were holding fire, the trees would be like Ka-ba-ba! Paladin also has a suit of ham armor. Right. Plus one. <laughs> Plus one, yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. Are you sure? <laughs> I mean, you can have a suit of ham armor, but it is purely decorative, I'm afraid. <laughs> I'll take it. Okay. Um, so, yeah, I guess... Uh... You're wearing ham. All right. Hobbits are handy. I think you can make it happen. Whatever you want. Just, just like, like sewing like pieces if of you, ham if together. You, if, you, if you spiral cut it, it'll all come out in one piece. In the ah, yes. <laughs> good, good job, Drew. Oh, yes. like like a sarong. Okay. Yeah. This is what we've. This is this is what we've come to. This is so where is we this are. Is this in your list of expectations for the night? I did not expect ham suit tonight. No, <laughs> did not. Something new every time. Something new every time. Yeah. Um, okay. So you you do. You like set up your trap. Everybody hides. Paladin sits in the middle of the clearing. And how long would you like to wait? Well, can we make some performances checks to see if we can get this thing to come over to us? You're making performances checks like trying to make some... Oh, that hurt! My poor leg! I am oh, gravely wounded and can't run away. It didn't really look like it was. Grease. You didn't get the sense from it that it was smart enough to necessarily okay. care about acting. Sure. If that makes sense. Can we just do it anyway? Sure. <laughs> All right. Please do. Yeah. You want to make a roll? A persuade. A persuade. Hmm. Good question. What role is this? Riddle. I kind of like. Song yeah, I think for riddle. It, no, I think song. riddle. Uh, riddle or, or, or maybe oh, song. I'm, I'm good in riddle. If you're actually oh, okay. singing, then yeah, but otherwise, probably riddle. Are you going to make us sing? <laughs> oh, I even failed that. Dang I'm going to spend a point of hope. Ooh, yes, I am too. Success. I still failed it. 21 with a 6. Wow. wow. Some serious ham happening. Yeah. That, that is some serious We're really ham. hamming it up. We really ham it up. <laughs> uh, yeah. 
You do. And you know, <laughs> you know that this is a good performance. That's how good it is. You're like, yeah, yeah. wow, I wish there were more people here to see this because this was amazing. The trees uh, are going to start liking us at this the point. The trees, yeah, they may. They may see you as a sympathetic character in this story from now on. It's hard to say. Um, <clears throat> yeah, but no no burnt beast. Mm. That's some grade A ham, though. No oh, yeah. burnt beast. Do we yeah. just keep, like, every 10 minutes we walk over and just shave off a little for ourselves? Of the ham. <laughs> yeah. Uh, sure. How long do you guys want to wait? I mean, it's a big forest. I would, I would think we'd wait a couple hours, a couple hours at least. At least. Yeah. yeah. Okay. You watch. It's probably not even in here. <laughs> I mean, you could make a hunting check and see if you could see. I'm doing that. If it's anywhere near here, or if it has been here. Oh, why the dice flew away? Uh, I'm spending a point of hope. That is a failure. Hmm. Right. Uh, failed hunting roll, eh? All right. No, no. Uh, give me a second here. It's great. Hmm. So you're looking around, inspecting uh, what where if you see see if you can see trace of the wolf and you go kind of into an area where the leaves of some of the undergrowth is a little it's a little more shiny it's a little more um dark green uh and you brush across it with your skin uh and it's some kind of poison ivy or something you lose to endurance Oh no! <laughs> you can make a you can make a healing roll to attempt to uh, mitigate the two endurance loss. Uh, yeah, I'll try that. Yeah. Why not? Ooh, that's a failure. Also. Yeah. Okay, you, you try and you try and slap Ooh. some ham on oh. it, and you're like, nope, ham doesn't work, so you eat it instead. <laughs> All right. The ham is not a cure. Um, you you wait a couple hours and no sign of the burnt beast as yet. Yeah. The sun is getting pretty high at this point. Well, it's normally only out during the during the evening. It might be hiding or sleeping right now. Do you think our ham's not good enough? I'm pretty sure the ham is fine. Better test it. Mm, good point. Well, Seems fine. I, I think uh, I think you're onto something with the sunset thing. Um, Shall we? I, I guess, for lack of a better word, and, and until evening. I would be happy to tell some stories. All right. Sure. Let's get let's get just relaxed enough to let our guard down, though. Mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> That'd be smart. That'd be smart. <laughs> Everyone's super enthralled with the story, and that's when we're attacked. Yeah. 
<laughs> so you sit around and tell stories and eat ham until dark. That's the plan. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Sounds good. Um, it starts to get dark after a few hours. The stories are entertaining because, of course, it's Bilbo, and Bilbo has been a lot of different places. And to those of you hobbits who've never left the Shire, mm-hmm. it's kind of hard to get enough of that sort of thing. It's yep. really, it's really entertaining. Um, and the ham, you know, toward the end of the day, is going to start to smell a little bit, but you know, it's. It's still edible, you're pretty sure. Um, it's fine. Yeah. yeah, it's fine. It's fine. Nothing beast to worry about. Beast is attractive to beasts. That's yeah. right. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. Um, and the sun sets. And, yeah. I'm going to say... To one edge of the clearing, there's kind of this big thorn thicket. Um, and from under the strangling vines, you see a familiar pair of burning eyes. Uh, the burnt beast slinks forth from the darkness, and an instant later, a chill runs down your spine as a second pair of eyes appears in the darkness, only a moment before another of these horrid creatures comes forth, intent on devouring you and your friends. Okay, I was wrong. <laughs> it's so clearly, it's not just one of these shadowed predators prowling the old forest, the, but a mated pair that has been cornered and driven to defend the bramble-ridden thorn hedge. Uh, <laughs> Paladin. Paladin. They fault. leap forward, prepared to finish you and your friends off now that there's no more people from the Shire near to hear your screams. So, um... Opening volley. You all can have an opening volley if you have a distance weapon of some sort. Yes. You can you can make an opening volley. Okay. So that's just a normal combat roll for your distance weapon. All right. I got fourteen. Which uh, uh... so your target number is just your strength TN. My strength. Okay, so not enough. So I'm going to spend a point of hope to add a die. Okay. Which does get me enough. And I have two Tangwar runes as well. Okay. Wow. Impressive. Um, I'm going to say one of these burnt beasts is slightly larger than the other one so that we can sort of distinguish them. But otherwise, they look almost exactly the same. And they both have burnt hair? Yes. What? I know. <laughs> What does this mean? I need some scone for this. So, Drogo, first, you're going to hit, right? So, were you aiming at the larger one or the smaller one? Uh, I will aim at the larger one. Okay. And what is your uh, weapons damage? I'm looking that up right now. Uh, It is a damage of three. Three? Okay. Yes. Alrighty. Um, Yeah, you... You definitely get it with your arrow and it ah um the who else who else got a success? Oh okay. I haven't rolled yet. I have to do that. But oh, I, okay. have, I am shooting at it. Shooting but it. Great. I did not succeed. Okay. I'm sorry about your dice, Amanda. Sorry about it's my just dice not, too. It's not fun. All right. Uh, they are. 
Bilbo was your successful? Got, yeah, Bilbo got a success and is doing one damage to the larger of them. Just rock. Throwing a rock? Yeah, so fast. Bops it right in the snoot. Okay. I mean, the rest of you could throw a rock too, potentially, if you wanted to. Hey, didn't we all have daggers? Yeah, I thought we did. S some of you did, yeah. I'm, I'm throwing a dagger. You're going to throw a dagger? Okay. I am. <laughs> Do it. Throw the knife at it. Dagger, rock. Yeah. What do you got, Rory? Ooh, that's a... Uh, I'm going to throw a rock. Yeah. Okay. And uh, that's a miss. Okay. Well, Does a four mean anything? A four? <laughs> <laughs> For your attack. Yeah. For your attack roll. <laughs> yeah, we'll call that a failure. We'll just call it a failure. You like? Yeah, I, I envision you like throw something. You're throwing the dragon and like a, a slab of ham. Like, I think that's like, fair. Did you, you use the, your like, sword skill face. for the dagger? I did not. Is that? A, can I do that? I think so. Yeah. Oh, hold on. I'm okay. Gonna, I'll allow it. Still a failure. Oh shoot! All right. Okay. Uh, all right, so now we're going to move into the battle proper. Um, opening volley is done. So what that means is uh, there's three parts to battle in um, the One Ring. Uh, you have your stance, so everybody's going to select their stance. And then we'll do um, engagement, um, where we choose kind of who's engaging where, and then we do attack roll resolution. So stance is very simple in this in the basic game for the box set. You can either be close combat or you can be ranged combat. That's it. Um, we can only have one ranged combat person. We can have ranged combat people if there are at least two close combat people. Okay. Mm. Hey. Close combat. Close combat. Close combat. Close combat. Close combat. Okay. I will be ranged, ranged if I can. Yeah. And ranged. Okay. Perfect. Esmeralda right. is just going to like cheer us on. I She's am going range. to at least attempt to fire my bow at them. <laughs> okay. Um, perfect. So we've got our stances. So next is engagement. So um, since there's only two of them and three of you i will tell you which two of them of you they are attempting to engage uh well actually i'm not going to do that because there's something kind of special here so we'll get to that um all right so we're going to do close combat so you just tell me which one you're trying to hit since you outnumber them that's fine if two of you double up on one but three of you can't double up on one yeah Fair? yeah okay um, so close combat always goes first. So let's do, you can all roll at the same time if you like. So Rory, Bilbo, Paladin, go ahead and roll close combat. And I'm going to make some rolls for the, or, no, they go after players. My bad. Can you spend hope during combat? You can. Okay. All right, success. success. Awesome. All right, tell me uh, who was going after the larger one? Uh, Bilbo would tell you two to uh, like team up on the same one. He's going to try and handle the okay. one solo. So okay. yeah, we'll, we'll take the big. We'll take the big one. 
You two on the big one, Bilbo on the small one. Got it. All right. Uh, so tell me your weapons damage. Four. Two. Three. Paladin over here. Yeah. Throwing out some mean damage. Did any of you get any Tengwars? Any sixes? Uh, I did. You did? No. Yep, I got one. Oh, okay. Well, let's talk about that. So there's a few things you can do when you get a Tengwar in this game, uh, when you're in battle. First thing you can do is you can do a heavy blow. That adds your strength um, value to the damage, if you want. Uh, okay. You can also choose to fend off. And so you can do that with a close combat weapon. And it gives you a plus two parry modifier against the next attack that's aimed against you. Okay. The last thing you can do, and I think we're using a sword. Yes, I was. Okay, never mind. You can't do it. You needed two Tengwars. So no worries. Okay. So those are the two things you can do. Heavy blow or fend off. And I can use my strength. The, the... Yeah, it's going to be like it's going to be like your strength, your actual strength number, which is the which top. Which is the four. Yep. Yep. So if I did that, I would do six damage. Yep. Yeah, I think I think I want to do that. You want to do that? Yeah. Okay. Cool. You uh, slash into it with your sword, a mighty blow, uh, and it kind of—they don't make sound. It's so strange. It doesn't howl. It doesn't scream. It doesn't do anything. It just. That is yeah. fascinating. Yeah. What does it mean? All right. And Bilbo, you slash into yours as well. So, okay, damage from all of them. Now, uh, our folks in ranged mode, go ahead and roll your attack. Oh, well, that couldn't have been any worse. So that's a miss for me. Oh, no. I also but missed. You both miss. Yes. What? Amanda, hold your dice up to the camera for a second. I'm going to blow some luck on these. <laughs> I All right. They're going to roll better now. Okay. Thank ones. you. Putting that out there. Oh, no. I rolled a one, a two, and a three. So, you know. Well, they can't really roll worse, can they? No, it's pretty bad. <laughs> okay. Um, it's their turn. So. Normally what happens is in the one ring, when you're in a, a um, rearward or a ranged weapon stance, you can't be attacked by people who aren't also in a rearward or ranged weapon stance that can shoot uh -huh. at you from across distance. Sure. Um, but in this case, uh, oh, no. you, you can. And so one of the wolves is going to attack Rory in the front. Um, and then one of them is going to attack Drogo. And he's actually going to, like, jump into the back over the other hobbits and attack you. The one that I was fighting? Uh, yes. Oh, goodness. 
I don't want the lore master to say, oh goodness, when the <laughs> Okay. So Seems bad. Rory, the one that was attacking you hit and he had a uh he had a Tenguar. Um I'm gonna say he's gonna use uh the fend off ability and improve his parry. Okay. And I forgot they already have a plus two parry. So for your future attack rolls, they've got to be plus two over what? Plus two, plus two yeah. Over. Okay. That's gonna be so difficult. Oh, this one got a Gandalf rune. Oh no. He's definitely gonna hit. Drogo! I have to survive. I have dreams of giving birth to an heir. Uh, Drogo, yeah. So five. So you'll each take you'll each take five damage. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. So that goes on to your endurance, and neither of you are weary. I don't think because you don't have like tons of armor and stuff, right? No. No. Okay. At what point do you become weary? When you are not out of endurance, it's not at zero, but it's at or below whatever your load is. Well. Okay. So if you wear a ton of armor, you get weary faster, but armor really helps you to not, not be not damaged. Die. Yeah. Yep. So it's a bit of a trade-off. It's kind okay. of cool the way it's done. All right. Um, new round. Uh, so uh, same as last time. Choose your stance. Does anyone want to change stances from last time? Nope. Since I've got a giant burnt beast in my face, I guess I will uh, take up my dagger and try to uh, fend him off. Well, you can you can still use your rearward attack if you want to. I would say, or your sorry ranged attack. Okay, then then I will. I'll keep 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 my bow up then. Yeah, he's bouncy. You never know where he might end up. Fair. Yeah. Can I charge the one that went and attacked Drogo? Yeah, absolutely. All right, I'm going to be close then. Help me. Okay. Oh. So our up-close people roll first. So I spent another point of hope because I couldn't let the two sixes go. So I got a success a success with two tangware runes. I'm going to set a point of hope as well. And that's when you just roll the d12, right? Yeah. D D six D six. You add another oh, D six to it. You add another D six. Okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So okay. So you have an option when you get the Tenguar. If you're using a bow or a spear, you only need one. But if you have a sword, you need two. Since you got two, this is a thing you could do. You could uh, pierce. So pierce lets you hit a less protected part of the of the adversary's body, and basically your main D twelve that you rolled. Um, it lets you plus two whatever was on there and possibly trigger a piercing blow, which um, piercing blow is that number on your weapon that's after the damage. Uh, the injury? Yeah. Yep. Okay, so the injury on a sword is 16. Yeah, would that give you enough for an injury or did you already have enough? Um, I had... No, not enough for an injury. If you had plus two, oh no! I'm in? sorry, I'm sorry. That is enough. That is enough. Oh yeah. So you could use them to do that if you want. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Cool. All right, and then Bilbo, you hit. I hit with one six. 
with one six. So you can do the heavy blow, which adds your strength, or you can do the fend off, which protects you. Um, I'll add my strength. Okay. Did you, wait a minute, sorry. Did you add the four to the target number? I added two to the target number. So I think you said that had parry two. It's two, it's got parry two of its own, but this one it has oh another no, two onto it. Yeah, it has another two. Okay, let me recalculate. I have a 15 target numbers, so that puts me to 19. Yep. I am at a total of 17. Okay, so, so you would actually miss, yeah. Dang it. All right. Or is it, wait, wait, is, is Bilbo attacking the one that went to Drogo? Yep. Yeah, I went yeah. to the one that attacked Drogo. I thought Dro I thought that one wasn't the one with the plus two pair. Oh, you're right. It was the one that attacked you, Rory. My bad. Huh. So you do hit. You're good. Thank you, Rory. Yeah, so do you want to do... What kind of weapon are you using again? Sting. Sting. Okay, so it's a short sword. So um, a heavy blow with your strength, and that's going to add... How much is your strength? Three. And it was three to begin with, right? That's correct. So six okay, total. Okay, so six total. Got it. So you slice into it with sting. Yeah, goes through like a knife through hot butter. All right. And Rory, what was yours? Uh, I got a success. Um, I beat it by one. Okay. Uh, and I did get a tanguar. So All I'm, right. just gonna do, I'm just going to do another heavy blow. Another heavy blow. Got it. So that should be six again. Okay, so you and Paladin both slice into this uh, beast and it crumples under your attacks and falls uh, limp dead to the ground as far as you can, can tell. Um, and then it like turns to smoke and what? drifts up what? into the air. Vampire wolves? Yeah. Um and in the in the tenseness and 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 fear of the situation, something strange happens. Breaking through all of that and through your weariness, you hear a strange voice rise, and the black beast that's still standing draws back away from you, uh looking toward the sound dancing as though at a spring festival you see a wanderer merrily skipping about in yellow boots Tom Bombadil! <laughs> taller than a hobbit though not as tall as a man his face sports a careful smile and he sweeps off his great floppy hat with a bow to you uh, oh my and god then again the he sweeps off his hat and bows to the to the burned beast and puts his hat back on Rising again, uh, he straightens his blue jacket and he speaks in kind of a sing-song rhyme. Hey ho, silly o, tramp across the forest. Little creatures underfoot, black dogs are the sorest. Go now, silly dogs, cast away your ire. Hobbits only hope to help. Come now, little dogs, don't no need to be so dire. And he prances over to you, uh, and the burned beast that's remaining breaks off and flees from his presence uh, back into the woods. He doesn't pay really any heed to the burned beast. He's definitely interested in you. Uh, so he sings the brief rhyme and merrily bids you 
Uh, good hobbits, come to Tom's house. Visit and stay a while. Uh, oh, okay. Uh, and he starts off through the forest. Oh, okay. Well, I guess we have to follow him then. I'm going to put Drogo's arm over my shoulders because he was hurt. Hurry along. Yeah. You can try and try a healing roll really quick if you want to. Um, or you can just hurry to the house. I'm just going to hurry to the house. I'm not going to let Tom Bobadil get ahead of me. What if he forgets right. that I exist? Probably smart. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah, this you... unexpected. You do, you follow him along and eventually you, you wind back and forth along the withy window across it and you come up onto a, a small ridge that sits just above the river. There's a little bit of a, a like a garden there where there are some uh, vegetables and things growing and there's the house of Tom Bombadil. Uh, you're here. Uh, you, as you enter inside, Tom tells you many things, referring, of course, to himself in the third person at all times. Uh, things about the forest and its wonder and its beauty and about the burned beasts and about how once there were, uh, there was a good people that lived to the, the east and the north of this forest, uh, but their people were killed in a terrible war and uh, the beasts were, these beasts were once the hounds owned by a lord of men who lived there. Oh. Uh, but they perished alongside their lord among terrible flames. Um, and although they were loyal, at one point, evil spirits descended upon the Barrow Downs where, where all of these men are buried and the hounds turned into dark reflections of what they once were. Yes. They're ghost dogs? Of a sort, yes. Oh. Um, now, they are terrible creatures, but yet not entirely evil. Tom thinks perhaps something of their faithful nature may remain. They seldom attempt to kill but their malice is growing year after year. It could be that we could find a way that you could give them peace. Perhaps they might find their way back to being fine companion hounds if only they could be released from their wretched state. How could we do that? Tom thinks you might be able to give them proper names. And as such, they would return to be loyal and true Yes. Tom doesn't fear hounds. The hounds leave Tom to be, my Marys. Good. What's a, what's a good name for a hound? And how would we name them? Do we just speak the name in their presence and command them to you? Tom spends a little bit of time uh, singing to you a couple of songs. These songs, I'm not going to repeat them because, <laughs> frankly, they're not written in the book and I'm not going to make something up. <laughs> so, but he, he sings to you three different uh, strange little songs. Um, they're fairly simple, like children rhymes, 
but he uh, says, recite those songs to the hounds the next time you see them, and then name them. Um, and with that, he merrily bids you all a good night, and please sleep in my home, and in Tom's home, sorry. And uh, yeah, At the, when dawn comes, set out and sing to the burned beasts, and give them a name. Oh, okay. Yes, of course. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Does anyone else feel like they have no idea what is going on? Who is this guy? He's Tom. That's Tom Bombadillo. Yeah, I know that's what he said, but who is he? Why does he live in the old forest? From here and near the hillow. <laughs> All I know is the scones that he left us are delicious. Mm. It is very good food. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Do you think he noticed my ham mail? He didn't say anything about it. Although oh, it is starting to get pretty stinky. stinky. Yeah. Your ham yeah. mail. Yeah. <laughs> you, uh... Your ham, your hamilar armor. You do feel better. Uh, any, like, if you lost endurance, let's say you gain back half of it here in okay. Tom's house. Nice. All right. Um, quick time check. This one's a little longer than the other ones yeah, were. That's fine. Is that all right? Okay. It's fine with me. Yeah. Everybody okay to go a little further? Mm-hmm. Okay. We got to sing to some puppers. That's right. Okie dokie. Um, so the following morning, uh, you awake and Tom is there and he tells you uh, the burned beasts are prowling around their lair nearby a, th a thorny thicket uh, and points off in a direction. You'll find them there, should you look. All right. Okay. Let's I look. To, to, to the thorny thicket to find the beasts. Okay. Does everybody remember the songs? I've got a pretty good mind for for rhyme. I, I I think I got most of the lyrics down. Yeah, get your song rolls ready. Now here's the thing: um, the beasts are probably still going to attack you, okay. right? And so some people will need to like try and potentially hold them off while others sing, because you can't sing and fight at the right. same time. Not right. these songs okay. anyway. So, a thing to consider. Um, so, you wander down uh, toward the, the thicket of mention, and sure enough, the burned beasts uh, are there. And they come out into the shaded areas, and they're ready to attack. So... No opening volley this time, I'm going to say. Um, but who is going to be on the attack and who is going to be singing? You will need to pass three successful song rolls by any of you to uh, tame the beasts. I will sing. I'll attack. Uh, yeah. I'll, yeah, I don't have... I only have two in I, song, but I don't know if that's better than anybody else. That's what I have. Yeah, same. 
I'll tap uh, with Paladin. Yeah, yeah. I think uh, yeah. Let's. I'll, I'll attack as well, and then okay. I will let try Drogo... to also. I, I will try to also sing. Maybe nice. between the two of us, we will manage three successes. Eventually. You'll remember the lyrics. Okay, so we've got two singers and three fighters. Got it. Um, so, and the three of you, you're going to be in forward position, yeah, or in sorry, close combat. Close yeah, combat. Close I keep trying to use the full rules version. My bad. Sorry. It's all right. Uh, okay. And interestingly enough, like I didn't mention it before, but there are two of them still. Mm. Like one of them, you're pretty sure you defeated yesterday, but again, today there are two. There's two again. Mm. Yeah. That makes sense. Ghosts and everything. Um, so they're going to attack and the two of you who are singing will get a chance to sing, but let's do the uh, first attack really quick. So Close combat, the three of you, uh, one burnt beast apiece. All right. Who's going for the larger one? I'll go for the larger one. Larger one. Okay. Which you got a success? I just got a regular old plane success. Okay. So that's how much? Two damage. Two damage. Got it. All right. Got a success from Bilbo. Got a success and a six. A success and a six. All right. What would you like to do? Would you like to add to your damage or would you like to protect? Protect. protect. We don't want to kill these things. They have to be alive for us to sing to them. That's true. Okay. So you're going to do three damage. Where are you going after the large one or the small one? Uh, I'll go for the small one. Okay. 17. And you'll get plus two to your parry next time around. Okay. Okay. All right. And Paladin. Um, I failed my roll with a point of hope. Oh, no. All right. Okay. And they attack. Uh, first one attacks. Paladin. Second one attacks. What? They can't do that. What? <laughs> uh, the second one attacks Bilbo. Okay. Paladin. My carries at 17, if that matters. Oh, plus two, 19. Paladin, what's your current parry? 17. 17? Right, I think you all have 17. Okay, uh, that one's going to hit, and it got a Tengwar. Bilbo, so yours is at 19? 19 this time, because I have plus two to oh, parry. Oh, my word. It missed so hard. Okay. Okay. Uh, so, Paladin, you... I don't remember how much damage they do. I'm going to go back. Uh, yes. Five. No. Five damage from Fangs. Yep. Oh, boy. Yep. Yikes. It's fangs tear into you. Um, okay. And then the singing. Let the singing begin. Okay. You've got this strange little rhyming ditty in your head, a couple of them from Tom Bombadil. Uh, 
I'm going to spend a point of hope. Yeah, I think I might want to do that too. <laughs> and mm -hmm. I have a success, barely, no Tengmar. Uh, I still don't have a success. No! Oh no! Uh, uh, the blessed it, dice were not so blessed! It's no. Hey Dilio, not Hey Dilio. Okay. Oh, <laughs> right. Right. Okay. Uh, you. You're pretty sure you successfully sang the one song, Drogo, so you feel like you can probably move on to the next one. Okay. If that makes sense. All right. All right. Um, you don't see a noticeable change in the beasts at the moment, but maybe that's all to come later. All right. Another round of combat. Um, so go ahead and make your attack rolls. I'm going to roll for the two of them right now. Tell you who they're attacking. Uh, Rory and Bilbo. Okay. Hey. Whoa. <clears throat> you got off easy last time, Bilbo, but not this time. Uh-oh. I'm in danger. All right. <laughs> tell me, tell me what you got. I got, a, I got a success, just a regular success. So that's two. two. Yep. Okay. Uh, I got a Gandalf rune and a Tangler rune. Okay, so a success, and you can either do more damage or get protection. Uh, I will go with the... Is that Fendoff? Is that what that is? Mm-hmm. Yep. I'll go with Fendoff. Fendoff? Okay. Yep. So, and you do four damage, is that right? Correct. Okay. So, okay. And then Bilbo, success, yeah? I failed. Oh, failed. And I failed so hard that I don't think a point of hope would save me. Oh, no. All right. Um, well, maybe that's because it savages you. Um, how much endurance do you actually have? So this will be the first time that I've taken a hit to my endurance. Yeah. So right now I'm at full of 23. 23? Okay. So it's going to do ten, 10 damage to you, and then it's going to get a protection on itself as well. Okay. Um, so, so it'll be too harder to hit next time around. Okay. All right. And then Rory, uh, the other one is going to, it got, yep, yeah, it's going to hit you. Um, and it's, how much endurance do you have? I have 21. Uh, 21. I'm actually five down. Yeah. You're five down, though? Holy crap. Okay, so it's actually going to hit you for 10. Ooh. All right. Yeah. All right. A little urgency on the singing here, guys. Yeah. It's time to sing. <laughs> time to sing. Time to sing like we mean it. Ah! Ah! I did it! I sang a song! Yay! I finally passed a check! You remembered the second song. I remember the second song. You're muted, Higgins. I passed as well, and I Yay! have a thing Ooh. Ooh. All right. So the burnt beasts, as they hear the fading echoes of the last words of the lighthearted and yet 
somehow inspiring songs, um, they become light of heart as if all the darkness and sorrow is washed away from them. Uh, and they, they stop attacking and now is a chance that you can give them names. I, th I think uh, Hungry should should name them. Ooh, good idea. <laughs> since, uh, yeah. Uh, since Hungry gave us uh, the super chat at the beginning of the session, Hungry, we're going to allow you to name the two uh, these two beasts that uh, that, that we uh, so soothingly sang to. Um, yeah, so we'll, we'll wait and let uh, like let Hungry uh, come up with two names if if he would like. The pressure's on. I know, I know. <laughs> um, so do they just like do they all of a sudden like just calm down? Is that they what just we calm see? down? They stop attacking Flopsy and Mopsy. Flopsy <laughs> and Mopsy, I, I love, love it. it. Do they do they do the little like little like dog head cock thing of like huh? So you you name them, who, yeah. I you love it. name them Flopsy and Mopsy, uh, and once the power of the song takes hold and the new names have taken hold, the ashen feature of features of the burnt beasts fade away. Their eyes brighten from that fiery red to a gentle gray. The the and their manes uh, take on a a more wholesome color. Uh, less dark and and more burnt and more dark and smooth and nice coat. Um, they're joyful, even cheerful creatures, and they run away to play on the paths of the old forest uh, and and move on beyond the edge of your sight. So, having released the hounds from the curse. You can make your way out of the old forest now, and the it doesn't like seem to get in your way at all. Like you're like, eh, I think Buckland is that way, and you head that way, and sure enough, before too awfully long, you find yourself back in Buckland. Hooray! Yeah. Um, once you're there, you'll be given a warm welcome by Gorbadoc Brandybuck again, as we like to call him. Gorbadoc. <laughs> Um, and you'll spend, of course, another night of fine eating and resting uh, in Brandy Hall before you uh, eventually cross the Brandywine River and back into the Marish to head back to Farmer Maggots. Um, so as you, you'll eventually arrive at Farmer Maggots' house just in time for dinner and find that the farmer is intent on rebuilding his chicken coop. As you greet Maggot, to your surprise and amazement, the once cursed dogs appear out of nowhere and run to Maggot, barking merrily. At first, the farmer is a bit fearful, but both dogs tackle him and begin to lick him and play with him. Slowly, Maggot's demeanor changes and he begins to pet and play with them. In time, Maggot gently brings them to heel and calls you to join him for dinner. As you sit at the dinner table, Maggot asks if these fine beasts have names. They, they do. The, what, the, what, the what are their names? Flopsy and Mopsy. 
Flopsy and Mopsy. Silly. Those are silly names, but the hounds seem to like. <laughs> they're, like <laughs> they're into it. Um, as you recount what happened in the old forest, uh, you realize that the friendliness of the two dogs towards Maggot must be some sort of gift from Tom. Mm. Could it be that they know each other? Hmm. Um, so you have a hearty cooked meal. Uh, Maggot, you know, says that he is not one to keep beasts around necessarily, but these dogs seem rather fine and might make good breeding stock for years to come. Uh, if any fierceness in their hearts remains, that'll make them better protectors of my family. <gasps> pop, pop. It's, mm. a it's a dog. He's a dog. Um, and he thanks you for all of your aid and asks you if you'll stay for the night. Well, of course. Of course, uh, yes. Sure, sure, yeah. You, you stick out mushrooms. Could not possibly turn down uh, Farmer Maggot's hospitality. Yeah. And scones in the morning. That's right. Uh, you wake up to the smell of fresh baked scones again on the following morning. Oh. Uh, and when you come down and, and start to enjoy breakfast together, Bilbo looks as if you've got something to say. Bilbo looks around at all of you. The night before, he thought so much about how scared you were the very first time he'd seen these wolves. And then how you found your bravery. And it reminds him of his own past adventures. And as you all begin to break your fast, he's sitting there, not eating quite yet, just admiring, looking at you all. Before lighting up his pipe and beginning to speak. I just wanted to say... This has been a wonderful little adventure, my dearest, dearest hobbits. There was a time when I thought that I would never find a hobbit quite like myself. Be willing to walk into forests and meet strange creatures therein. And it warms my heart to know that hobbit folk, people just like you, just like her, just like me, we have so much that we are capable of, and you have all proven that. I am proud to know you all, and it was my honor to adventure with you. I have enough for my story, my book, so much research, and I hope that you pass on the lessons that you've learned to your little hobbit ladies. Yeah. Cool. Absolutely. And that scene. We're done. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you everyone for, for joining us. Thank you to everyone that, that joined us live. Uh, thank you to uh, to all those that uh, were, were active in the chat for this episode and for all the previous episodes. We, we greatly appreciate uh, everyone that, that joins us uh, on all these sessions. Thank you to, let's give a, give a round of applause to our lore master, the one and only Will Munn. Thank you, Will, so much for stepping up to the plate in running this game. And uh, yeah, I'll, I'll remind folks that if, if you'd like to run these uh, these uh, scenarios, uh, you can by just picking up the, uh, the starter set, the One Ring starter set from Freely Publishing. It is, uh, yeah, it's just like 
like this, and it's available. If I can do it, surely, surely you can. Yeah. It's a lot of fun, and uh, yeah. there's a lot of content in there. And and there's even uh, and there's even material in there to run your own adventures in the Shire. So if folks want to uh, do their own thing and, and not even and run the five adventures and then run their own, they're, they're, you've got enough in there to uh, to uh, you know do do your own thing with it as well. Yeah, there's a lot of good stuff. We hardly scratched that content at all. We did use just a touch of it here and there, but yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Yep. Uh, thank you to Amanda, to Austin, to M, and to Ben. Thank you uh, so much for, for being part of this amazing cast and and uh, committing to, to five sessions. Uh, let's just go around and, and I'll let folks kind of plug the things that they that they do where, where people can find more of your content or more of what you do in general. Uh, I'll let our lore master go first. How about that? Uh, Will, what folks yeah. want... Uh, Want to know more about what you do? What uh, where should they go? Yeah, thanks, y'all. I've been Will. Um, I am a TTRPG creator. Um, you can find my stuff at adepticurus.com. I've made the um, world building and role playing game Arium. You can find there. We had a Kickstarter a couple years ago. We've got uh, our stuff is available on Drive Through RPG and also on our site. Um, and it's, uh, any nominated. So like pretty cool. That's awesome. Yeah. Very cool. Yep. Very, very awesome. Uh, Amanda, I'll let you go next. I'm Amanda call and you can read my webcomic age of night at ageofnight.com, And you can follow me on the internet at either age of night or Amanda call art, depending on what platform you're on. Excellent. And our scone master extraordinaire, the one and only Austin. <laughs> well, I'm boring. I don't have any content. So what you should do is, if you're looking to follow me, instead take that time and follow all of these people and your favorite content creators. Um, but if you believe enough in yourself, then you too can find my spirit in your local game store supporting them as well. Absolutely, and and Austin, we're I, I know we're all busy, but uh, we would love to have you on uh, for more sessions uh, in the future. So uh, always greatly appreciate you, you you giving time, and I know uh, we've all had busy summers, and and uh, so I, I don't, that's not uh, you know lost on on the on on me, knowing that uh, you all gave a lot of your time uh, this this year for for this actual these actual plays. Uh, I am. Uh, well, I'll let you go next. I'm M. I mainly make content with Level One Geek, though I've written for a couple of TTRPGs here and there. Um, I love TTRPGs, and we believe that anyone should be able to hop into this hobby. You can check out our website where we blog about how to start playing, because it's an overwhelming world, but you can start at Level One, just like the rest of us. Absolutely. All right. Ben, you're last but not least, my friend. Uh, so you can find me uh, here uh, on Victory Condition Gaming. I'm part of the Chaotic Good cast. Uh, I bring a, uh, some of the retail viewpoints into that show. I manage a local store up here in Burlington, Vermont. Um, or if you're into digital gaming as well, I stream on Twitch every weekday morning at 8.30 a.m. Bring the coffee. I'll bring the games. We'll just hang out and have a good time. 
Excellent. Excellent. Thank you everyone again for joining us. If you enjoyed this session, please hit that like button down below. If you haven't already, please hit that subscribe button. We'd love to have you as part of our VCG community here on YouTube. We do all sorts of actual plays, interviews. We've got a whole bunch of content scheduled for next week. Even though it's the week we're headed to Granite Con for, uh, for our big annual event, uh, be on the lookout for all that content coming at you next week as well. Try to try to have content every week up here on the on the show. So uh, we'd love to have you join us uh, whenever you're able to. All right, that's going to do it for us. I'm going to get some pocket scones from Ben here in a second, and uh, we're going to call it a show. Remember, winning shouldn't be the only victory condition when you get to the table. We'll see y'all later. Bye. Bye. This video is brought to you by Black Moon Games. Check out their products at shop-black-moon.com. Thanks so much for watching this video. Uh, if you would be so kind, make sure you hit that like, comment, and subscribe, all the YouTube jazz that we're supposed to do here. Uh, it really is greatly appreciated. And if you'd like to support us more, uh, you can uh, check us out on Patreon. Just go to patreon.com backslash victorycondition gaming. have all sorts of Patreon perks, and it definitely helps support our show. Thank you so much.